Welcome to this Daring Adventure podcast, where we work on bridging the gap between where we are and where we want to be in order to live a bigger and bolder life. In this podcast, we will provide inspiration, tips, and skills you need to make your life the adventure you want it to be. Here's your host, mindset mentor and life coach, Trista Gurton. Hey, everybody. Welcome to this Daring Adventure podcast. My name is Trista Gurton, and I am your host. Today, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about deciding what you want and going after it. If you don't know what it is you want, you cannot build the life that you want. And it's important that you give yourself the space to decide what it is you want to be as clear as possible in order to set a course to achieving those goals and overcoming those obstacles to creating the life of your dreams. So today I want to talk to you a little bit about how you can move forward in deciding what you want and to go after it. And we will look at why you need to know what you want, how to deal with indecision, how to get started, and maintaining momentum and motivation. A lot of times what I see clients doing is indulging in indecision. And this is their brain's way of keeping us safe. It seems necessary because we want to make the right decision, right? We want to know that whatever we decide is the right answer and that we are moving in the right direction. Our brain likes to keep us safe. We have evolved because that it's its job. It likes to keep us safe. It wants to keep us alive. However, nowadays, we are no longer in the cave. We no longer are facing threats to our life, most of us anyway, on a daily basis. So it really isn't necessary for our brain to offer us these thoughts, to not take action, to not make a decision, to keep doing what we're doing, to stay safe. But because of our patterns, our thoughts, our beliefs, we think that this is the right way to make a decision, to take our time, to be careful, to be thoughtful, to think it through. But indecision is in fact a way of making a decision because if you're not acting, if you're not making a decision, then you are not deciding. And that is in fact making a decision not to make a decision. If we don't make a decision and we don't move forward with our lives, then we are letting life happen to us. And we continue to play small and safe. And we are in fact keeping ourselves stuck. If we're not making a decision to lead and live bigger lives, to go after what we truly desire, then we will be just creating more of the same. And a lot of people do this. I'm sure we all know people in our lives who, you know, 
keep repeating. It's almost like Groundhog Day, same after same after same. When we indulge in indecision, it drains our energy. We are expending emotional energy. We are expending brain energy. It really does wear you out. It also creates a great deal of confusion and fear of failure. Right? The more you dwell on it, the more complicated it seems, the more you think of different options, the more difficult it seems to make that decision. When we dwell in indecision, we have no forward momentum. We don't take any action. We stay the same. We have no new results. And it really does become an endless cycle, right? We just keep going round and round and round, and we never move forward towards what we want. However, when we make a decision, this is where our power is. This is where we start up-leveling our lives and we learn to take risks and we grow and we expand and we learn. And as far as I can see, this is our purpose. This is why we're here. Let's take risks. Let's face challenges. Let's learn to become more of who we are. And sometimes making those hard decisions, going for what we really want, is where that happens. And so in terms of thinking about our decisions and the ramifications of those decisions, as I mentioned before, we really get stuck sometimes in thinking that there are right or wrong answers. There are good and bad decisions. And we stall out thinking that, you know, we need to figure out what the right decision will be. Right. And, and this is, this is how our culture and our society typically defines our decision-making. We learn at a very young age that there is a right decision, that we're making good decisions and we get approval for making those decisions. However, I want to offer you here today that there are no right or wrong, good or bad decisions. We decide, we decide and we make it. So we decide that this is the right decision. And this is what we're going to go forward and do, and we are going to make it right. It's not random. It's not out there. It's not anything external that makes this decision right or wrong, good or bad. It's the way we think about it. So we choose based on our analysis, based on what we want, based on the facts, based on our research, what decision we want to take and go for it and decide that we will have our own back and that this is the best decision for us at this time. And don't second guess it. Don't second guess it tomorrow. Don't second guess it next week, next month, next year, whenever, right? We also get caught up in thinking that one decision will make us happier than another. And that's also another falsehood that we've sort of bought into and which we were taught as we were growing up. You can decide that either way, no matter what decision you make, whether you take this job or stay in your current job, or you buy this house or the other house, or you marry this person or you don't, that you will be happy either way. Your happiness is not based on this decision. Your happiness is an internal job 
It is based on your decision to be happy, no matter what. It sounds relatively simple, and it is in some ways, right? If you are depending on external factors to make you happy, you will never be happy. You might be happy temporarily, but then that will wear off and it's not sustainable. If we don't decide, then we don't have to act. And this is also one of the reasons why we put off making a decision because it is easier and it is safer not to have to act, right? If I decide that I'm going to start looking for a new job or I'm going to take a new job, there's a lot of work and effort that has to go into following that up, right? It's not easy meeting new people, getting into a new routine, learning new tasks, learning a new job. So if we stay where we are or we put off making a decision to make any changes, it's easier for us. And that's what our brain really likes. We will get a hit of dopamine if we think that we don't have to do something. We don't have to learn anything new. We don't have to expend any energy. I want you to keep in mind that you will face discomfort. You will feel discomfort either way. So if you decide to take that new job or buy that new house, you are going to feel uncomfortable. You are going to have that feeling of uncertainty, unfamiliarity, fear. You're taking a risk. So there is some discomfort that is involved. But I want to offer that you will also feel discomfort if you stay where you are, if either you don't make a decision or you decide not to take that risk and not to face that challenge. You will face the discomfort of knowing that you could be doing more, that you want more, but you're not acting on it. And so think about what you really want. Decide if you're going to go after it, that you are making a good decision. Decide if you're going to go after it, that this is a good decision, that this is the right decision, and then you prove it true. You make a choice. You have your own back. Like your reasons. Know your reasons for why you're choosing this decision, this option, and like your reasons. That's really important because if you're clear about why you're doing something and you like those reasons, then it's not going to matter what anybody else says, what anybody else thinks. And you will also be able to channel and drop into those reasons when things become challenging, when you face obstacles, you go back to those reasons. You remind yourself why you've chosen these things and you recommit and you keep going. Making a decision is powerful. This is where your power lays. So if you're wallowing in indecision, indulging in indecision, you are disempowered. When you make a decision, and this could be either way, either for staying the same, choosing what you have, or choosing one option over the other, it will move you forward. It will free up your energy and you will start to live more consciously, not by default. And especially if you're going after a big goal, a big dream, something that you've wanted for a while, but have been too 
reticent to go after, this is when you start to lead and live a bigger life. Take on those challenges, grow, expand, become the next version of yourself. And choosing some of these big goals and going after your dreams allow you to do that. And that's what teaches us to do that. We start up-leveling our lives when we start up-leveling our goals. So how do we do this? If you are stuck and unsure whether you want to stay in your job, stay in your house, stay in your relationship, or make a change, it's often an interesting exercise to ask yourself, if you were to choose this house or this relationship or this job again today, if you had to re-choose today, would you want this? Would you want this house? Would you want this relationship? And oftentimes when you ask yourself that question, the answer is very, very clear. And it will provide you with an excellent answer to how you might want to proceed. I asked this to a client the other week. She was stuck in indecision about a relationship. And I asked her if today she would start over with this person, if she was just date him today, start dating him today, would she? And she said, no, automatically. Like she was very quick. It was very clear. And so that can provide you with some very good perspective as to how you want to move forward. The second is to make a list. And I've suggested this in a few different times and a few different places. And I think it's a really important exercise because it provides you with some clarity as to what you are thinking about and to allow yourself to start dreaming and to be curious about what you want for your life. It's a good way to sort of prime the pump and get you brainstorming and thinking about what might be possible for your life. 25 items on your list can be anything. It can be learning something new, achieving a goal, a job, reading a book, traveling to a certain place, meeting a certain person. It's really up to you. You know, do you want to run a marathon? Do you want to learn how to play guitar? Do you want to read Anna Karenina? Do you want to travel to Tibet? Whatever it is, put it down on your list. If it ever crossed your mind and you still think it's sort of compelling and sort of interesting, put it down. Don't judge yourself. Don't censor yourself. Don't worry about what anybody else might think if they saw this list. This is only for you. And it's just a good exercise to get you thinking about what might be possible. And once you sort of open up the window just a crack to the possibility, you'd be amazed at what happens and the inspiration and the opportunities that might start presenting themselves to you. Once you have your list of 25, and it can be more, it can be less, I recommend 25. But once you have that, pick your top five, right? And then pick your top choice. And it doesn't have to be something major. 
Maybe it's something that you think you can easily work on in the next month or two months and decide to go after it. If it's learning to play the piano or learning a new language, what next step can you take in achieving that goal? And this is an important exercise because it will give you a bit of momentum. It will give you a bit of confidence. It will see, help you see how to make a decision and to move forward. And if you can apply this in one area, then you can apply this in another area of your life. And it's a very, very helpful and powerful exercise to get you moving in the direction that, that you want. All of those voices, all of that doubt will not affect you if you are clear about why you're doing this and liking those reasons. Trust yourself. Trust that voice in your head that's telling you that you want to move ahead with this. Be prepared for discomfort. As I mentioned before, you're going to have either discomfort not doing it or discomfort doing it. Either way, nothing has gone wrong, but the discomfort of doing it is what's going to move you forward. And it's going to help you move towards living the life that you want and becoming the person that you want to be. The discomfort isn't something that has gone wrong. It's supposed to be there. This is what makes us stronger. So keep going. Recommit every day to your goal and generate your own motivation. Motivation is not something that just falls from the sky and is sort of, you know, we absorb or we're struck with or inspired by. We have to generate our own motivation. And it might be easier at the beginning to be motivated, right? We're excited. We have enthusiasm. We think this is really a wonderful thing and wonderful undertaking. The truth is that after a while, we will have to generate our own motivation because we're faced with the day-to-day grind. We're faced with the repetitiveness of taking action, going forward. Our brain will default to the negative and it will tell us that it's easier to lie on the couch and watch Netflix. Our brain will tell us that it's easier not to put on our shoes and go for a run, but to stay in bed where it's warm and it's comfortable. And you will have to overcome your own brain every single day in some capacity because it will continually offer you thoughts that it is easier not to do the thing that you want to do. And it means, well, it's trying to conserve energy. It's trying to keep you safe, but it also is keeping you playing small. So if you want to do that thing, if you want to achieve that goal, if you want to take your life to the next level, you will need to generate your own motivation and you need to just keep taking action. Have your own back. Always believe in yourself and keep taking the next right step, the next right step. In addition to preparing for the discomfort that I mentioned earlier, you should expect obstacles and boredom, right? If you are learning to play the guitar, you're going to have to practice the scales, whatever it is, practice, 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 practice. It's boring. It's not exciting. It's not new anymore. It's tedious. But that's how you improve and that's how you keep learning and that's how you keep growing. The obstacles are supposed to be there. This is what makes us stronger. So keep focused on the end goal. 
Keep learning, keep failing, but keep going. Know that you can always figure it out. Always be careful of the story that you're telling yourself. The way we talk to ourselves, and sometimes it's very negative, and sometimes we have a very bad attitude, and we think we are just telling the news and we're just, it's just reality, but it's not. How you talk to yourself, the story that you tell yourself about what you're doing, how you're doing, how you're feeling, the story that you're telling to other people is really, really important. And if you're not telling yourself a good story, you will believe the negativity. You will believe all of the terrible things that you will tell yourself. So you need to stop saying how bad it is or how hard it is or how difficult it is. Tell yourself a story that you're figuring it out, that you're getting there, that you're moving forward, that this is working, that all is well. Repeat those stories again and again and again. Write them down, put it on your phone, tape it to your wall, whatever it is that you can see it and you can remind yourself on a daily basis because this is a daily practice. Your brain will get up and offer you tomorrow that this isn't working. It's too hard. You can't do it. I guarantee you. But this is what our brain does. And you can choose not to listen to it. Remember to brainstorm. Remember to pick your list. Remember to get into the practice of setting goals, making decisions, and going after it. Don't judge yourself. Don't beat yourself up. You're doing great. You're doing it perfectly. Don't worry what anyone else might think or say. Another really good tip I found other coaches recommend is asking yourself, how can I make this fun? Right? The obstacles, the challenges, the, the boredom, the resistance, it's all going to come up. If you're looking for ways to make this fun, it will be fun. So ask your brain, how can I make this fun? If you need to do that on a daily basis, do it on a daily basis. In terms of motivation, one of the things I recommend is not to spend too much time trying to figure out why you're not motivated. If you wake up and the motivation is gone, that's okay, right? It just means you need to generate some new thoughts to get yourself motivated. You don't need to analyze why. If you want to know why, it's because you're not thinking thoughts to get yourself motivated. So you can generate the emotional energy you need with your mind. Motivation, discipline, excitement all come from your thoughts. And this is a skill that can be learned, right? Sometimes people are better at it than others, but it is a skill that we can learn. And the more you practice and the more you put effort into it, the easier it will become, the more natural it will become. And so if you don't know how to do it right now, that's okay. Just start. Just start thinking thoughts that generate the feelings of motivation, of discipline, of excitement. And as I mentioned before, knowing your reasons and liking them is a great way to revisit why you should be motivated, why you should be disciplined, why you should be excited, right? They didn't teach this in school. 
They just didn't. And so it's okay that you don't know how to do this, but it's totally possible to learn and it will become easier. The key is always to learn to manage your mind and your thoughts. You don't have to listen to everything your brain tells you. And in fact, you should be telling it what to think. Your brain needs to be managed. My coach uses the example of how your brain is like a toddler with a knife and needs to be actively managed. Once you know how to manage your mind and your thoughts, it becomes easier to do hard things. And these hard things are what will make us stronger, right? You will become a bigger, better version of yourself by doing these hard things. You don't become who you want to become because it's easy. And this is also a skill and a practice. But you can figure this out. And it is the key to living and up-leveling your life. Don't complain. Make a plan. Make a commitment. Honor your word to yourself. If you say tomorrow at 5 p.m. I'm going to sit down, I'm going to write that blog post, 5 p.m. will come around. Your brain will say, but I really just think it's easier if we sit on the couch and watch Netflix. And you will override that impulse. And you will write that blog post because that is what will move you forward. Your brain wants to conserve energy. Nothing has gone wrong, but you have to override it. You have to understand this is what your brain is offering you, but you don't have to listen. And it doesn't need to be easier. None of working and trying to achieve your goal has to be easier. You want it to be hard. Otherwise, it's not going to feel as good as it's going to feel when you get there. So keep going. Nothing has gone wrong. Your extraordinary life is on the other side of those hard things. So my tips for you, if you're making a decision and going after it, be gentle with yourself. Be kind. Don't judge yourself. Don't beat yourself up. Don't tell yourself what you should or shouldn't be doing. If you make a mistake, if you miss a day, something goes wrong, it's okay. You're doing great. You're doing it perfectly. Just keep going. Have your own back. Practice. This is a skill you can learn. All of it. This is not something that we're taught in school and it's okay, but you can figure it out. Always, always, always feel your emotions and don't listen to everything that your brain tells you. If you're feeling anxious, if you're feeling afraid, that's okay. Nothing has gone wrong. Keep going, right? Just know that you can take action, that you can move forward, that you can do the hard things even while you feel that fear, the fear will, might always be there. The anxiety might always be there. The doubt, the uncertainty, it might always be there, but you can take action anyway. Don't listen to your brain when it offers you these negative thoughts. 
Give yourself space and grace. You are doing it perfectly. And that's become my new favorite mantra. You're doing it perfectly. I'm doing it perfectly. As long as you're moving, as long as you're taking action, as long as you're moving your life forward and you're learning and you're growing and you're expanding, this is it. You're doing it perfectly. You're doing life perfectly. So enjoy it. So in summary, your power is in making a decision. If you're staying in indecision, if you're indulging in indecision, you're wasting energy. You're wasting emotional energy. You're wasting your brain energy. You're disempowering yourself. Your power is in making a decision and moving your life forward. There will be no right or wrong decisions. You make a decision and you make it right. Know your reasons as to why you're choosing what you're choosing and like them. Always have your own back. Just keep going. Take the next right step. You don't need to know every single thing you need to do, every single step and how you're going to achieve whatever it is you want to achieve. You just need to know the next right step. And know you can do the hard things. Generate your own motivation. Generate your own discipline, your own excitement. Do it daily. And that will keep you moving forward. Be willing to grow, become stronger, and see what you're made of. As I said, your amazing life is on the other side of all of these challenges and obstacles and hard things. So I hope you found this useful. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you would like to take this work deeper, I do offer a one hour free coaching session with me. I will add the link to the show notes. This is a dedicated hour for you to work on yourself with me. You have my undivided attention. And it's a great opportunity to think about what you want your life to look like and how you want to up-level yourself and start moving towards that. So sign up today. Let's chat. It is a great opportunity also for you to try coaching for yourself if you haven't done so before. Otherwise, please feel free to email me, comment below, share your thoughts and ideas. If you are struggling with making a decision yourself and and want some help to move forward, let me know. All right. I love to hear from you. Thanks so much, guys. I'll talk to you in a couple of weeks. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this Daring Adventure podcast with your host, Trista Gurton. We hope you enjoyed the tips and conversations on how to get excited about life again. As always, you can head to TristaGurton.com for additional resources and to book a one-on-one coaching session. You can also follow Trista on Instagram at Trista B. Gurton. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll see you next time.